you're listening to the iRacers Lounge podcast, where we discuss everything iRacing in a casual setting. Enjoy. Welcome to the iRacers Lounge. I'm your host, Mike Ellis. iRacers Lounge is the podcast for the iRacer, where we talk all things iRacing in a casual setting. Joining me are the usual characters, Chewyside55, Carlos Fonseca, Brian Reeves, and Jonathan Wall. Hey, guys. How you doing? How's it going? Pretty good. So it's a Tuesday night. Dirt comes out tomorrow. And I don't think I've had more topics than we do for this week because of the pending release of Dirt. So let's get right to it. Uh, let's start with uh, NIS. Uh, we were at Auto Club Speedway, also known as uh, Fontana. And, um, boy, I, I'll start out, you know, I had a bad week. Uh, 20th and fixed, 19th and open. And uh, I was just wrecked in all the different starts. I think I had three starts and wrecked in all of them. So uh, really nothing remarkable to say besides I pretty much sucked there. I was slow coming up off four. Uh, Brian, do you do any better? No, I had a horrible week this week. My run of top five finishes came to an end. Um, I did in the last fixed. I was up in seventh with like five to go and then just lost it coming off of four and went all the way back to 24th. So, And of course, half a lap later, the caution comes out. So if I could have just eked it out one more corner, I would have probably walked away with a top 10. But it wasn't my week this week. I just couldn't get Auto Club dialed down. It was one of the two tracks, two of the oval tracks I didn't own, this in Atlanta when I started the season. So I had no experience coming into this week and just I was kind of looking forward to it because I knew it was a nice wide track and it was pretty similar to Michigan and I really liked Michigan and was really looking forward to it and just had an absolutely horrible week. Yeah, 28th and open. You fall to 11th in the standings and then 24th and fixed. Yeah, yeah, that's rougher was, than I did. Yeah, it was a bad week. I did one open race and got wrecked out of it, and so finished down there at the back and uh, ran like two fixed. I was out and about and running around this weekend. I uh, got a chance to go out on my buddy's boat and took the opportunity to take a day out on the water. Nice. Yeah, I saw those pictures. Uh, John Wall, you had a bad race too. I think you had hardware problems, right? Yeah, I uh, I ended up, uh, <laughs> I guess I kind of got tag-teamed by Windows 10 and McAfee updates. They, uh, You know, McAfee likes to kick in, and then it slows your window down, and my screen went black. Well, at the same time, I also got hit with the Windows 10 update, and my computer just restarted. So um, I just, I guess I used up all my luck in Daytona. Yeah, after that nice top three finish there. Yeah, so, and then on top of my work schedule, it really only allows me to do the Sunday morning one if I get a chance to. But this week is going to be a little bit more slow, so I'm going to try to do as much as I can this week. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, Carlos, you had a 10th. Uh, that was the best finish out of the team for Open. Good job. Yeah, it probably would have been better earlier in that Thursday afternoon race, I ended up actually up there in the top 10 with the top spin for the 
like a 5,000 SOF, 4,000 SOF, pretty high SOF. And I don't know what happened, but got tiny bit loose out of four and got punted and somehow saved it. I don't even know how. I don't even know what happened. It's just one of those instances where you just react and you don't remember how. And right. our old teammate, Doug George, we ended up getting into each other there, going into one. It's just some guy made it three wide on the way outside of us and we made contact and I don't know if anyone's seen that little truck race at Kansas one year where I think it was Matt Crafton or no, Ron Hornady and I think Johnny Sauter were <laughs> slid through the corner. Same side exact by side. Thing. Yeah. Same exact thing. Both of us spun the exact same way. Slid through the corner and both saved at the exact same time. And that sucks because I ended up finishing like 19th because of that. That was just that race. So I had to do it again Friday and that's what I ended up getting. Top 10 and set up that I had was not exactly a good short run car, but it took like 25 laps to come in or longer, which unfortunately is when the people start pitting. But that was, that was pretty cool. And that race actually came down to people having to see fuel because if I didn't, I was going to run out for sure. I ended up finishing with like 0.6 gallons in the car. No, 0.6 laps. Right. Yeah. And it was a, just strategy played a role as I restarted. Well, think about Joey Logano this past weekend. You know how, how many cars he's passed. Started deep in the field. Oh no, that race actually started second. Qualified second and uh, fell back. And some guy was complaining about something. I fell back even further. I made a stupid decision to come down pit road uh, with one to go and the caution on lap twenty. And that sent me to the bag, restarted 27th, and no caution to the end of the race. So I went from 27th and drove my way up to 10th, and I'll take it. That's a good recovery, that's for sure. Yeah, but most of that was because of strategy. Some people pitted early, and they had to pit again later, and me, I pitted right as soon as the window opened, and that turned out to be a mistake. I went, I actually went off your word of 46 laps, but remember, I'm quicker. Yeah, so, so you were short. <laughs> yeah, I started with off. I think crap. it was forty-four, actually. Oh, you were, might have been right with your with a slower piece of the weather. Weather was hotter. It probably would have slowed down just enough to get you there at forty-six laps. Yeah, and that's what I had to run to the finish. There it was a forty-six lap run, which is hell on the tires. <laughs> I think we were running tw- thirty-eight second lap times and finished the run at forty-two. Yeah, I use iSpeed for fuel calculations, obviously based on how I run. Uh, but yeah, you're quicker, so it might be a little more. Well, yeah. only that I was quicker. It's just the weather is cooler, meaning we're yeah. carrying more speed. That's what played a role. Your calculations were really close. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Brad Miller, teammate, finished 14th, 21st. Matt Boley, 25th, 19th. Kind of ends his string of good runs, too. Uh, he was on. Tyler Conroy, who won the previous week, he came in with the best finish, fourth. So good job, Tyler. Uh, fourth in the fixed. Man, overall we didn't do so well, did? No, it was a it was a tough week for our team. Uh, Angle for another week here. And Martinsville's next, so. Uh, with the release coming out, uh, setups are going to change, and so we're, we're pretty much going into this dry without a setup. 
that might be fun. But everybody is, you know. Well, they're not going to change my. They're going to have to do some tweaks for sure. I think it's going to be tire wear related, I think. Yeah, not only that, it's just, I don't know, everything's more predictable. Hopefully that'll eliminate some of the setup, you know, having to be perfect to get through. Yeah, hopefully, because the issue I came across was your car is one way for 20 laps, and then the next corner you're either wrecking loose or, or plowing the wall down. Yeah, it sounds like the tire wear is going to be more gradual instead of... Yep. All right, I'm going to pick up this next one, then we'll switch off. Uh, Brad, our teammate, oh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, he's told me, Mike, put this down on the notes because I want to bring up a topic. Why, if you go barrel rolling down the front stretch, do you get your spot back? And uh, he he, has a, he had a real problem with it in one of his races. Uh, he had people wrecking out, and then you have to let them go back by and, and get their top five, even after they've... Uh, rolled the car several times or whatever. Uh, interestingly, there were other people in the forums uh, this week talking about just that issue too. And and so, uh, what do you guys think about that? Is this something my racing needs to tackle? I definitely think iRacing needs to look at the scoring system. I mean, there's there's multiple things that happen uh, during the official races that either cost you positions or sometimes it can. Uh, work out in your favor where if you get wrecked, you know, you could get your spot back. And um, I'm the kind of guy, though, that would, would almost want to just yield my position to the people who didn't just because I know it's not really fair. Yes. Right. Yeah, it goes both ways. Uh, you can be the recipient of the good luck, too. So I think that's why most people aren't too concerned about it. But Well, I mean, in the spirit of doing things as true as they can get it, um, I think it's something that should be looked at. It shouldn't be too hard to determine, hey, this car isn't making pit, uh, you know, the pit car speed. You know, pace car speed is this. If they stop below that or fall below that speed, then they lose their spot. You know, it should be pretty easy to program that, I would think. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I know exactly how they do it, but I'm imagining that they freeze the field, and no matter if your car, if you're spinning out through the infield, if you're in seventh, then that's where it's going to freeze you at. I think that's what the issue is. Right. It's very simple is what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Okay, well, that's certainly something to ponder. The other question that Brad threw out was, B fixed. How come B fixed is 37 laps, but A fixed is only 30? Oh, and I guess he's talking about, you know, Auto Club, obviously. So I noticed that on the last build that there were some, like, some of those little differences like that. And I didn't really have an explanation for it, but who knows? Well, you'd think the A would be longer than the B, right? Or at least the same. Well, you would think that. My question is, why is Martin's over be fixed this week? They usually don't go. Right. So how did that happen, right? I, I just, I don't know. People are all with it because that's what NASCAR do. Go to similar tracks, but I don't like when they all, you know, A, B, and C are all the same track. Yeah, I guess you could kind of get a couple little, I mean, if, you, if you're not good at one track, maybe you can run more of one of the other series at another track. But me personally, 
I think the Xfinity cars definitely need to go back to Martinsville. So I'm okay with yeah. it. I mean, they should, I kind of wish we had the other tracks they used. Like Nashville and stuff. Right. All right, Brian, what do you got next? All right. In addition to the big release of Dirt coming out on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, we will also be welcoming the brand new 2018 Toyota Camry to iRacing. Woohoo! Damn it. Three months later. And I actually, I'm not a fan of the Toyota in iRacing, but I really like the way this car looks in the rendering. Yeah, I'll back that up there, Brian. I, I'm I'm a Chevy guy through and through, but um, Chevy, <laughs> they need an update. Uh, I think I'm one of many people who think that, but uh, I mean, you know, you've got Ford who's tweaked theirs a little bit, um, Toyota who's redesigned theirs three or four times now. And uh, I just think it's time for Chevy to do something. I just, you know, just a fresh design. But the Toyota does look nice. It was the only problem with the Ford is the rear tail lights, isn't it? But then they changed I, this year. They did, and I think the the headlights changed first. For somebody who really, really looks at it like I do, the headlights changed a little bit, and I think the grill just changed just a little bit. Hey, from this year to last year? Or maybe it was um, 2015 to 2016 I'm talking 20, about. Yeah, the 2016, they updated that when the nose changed and the front end changed. They had to redo a whole new template. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, I didn't even know they changed the taillights on it. But I think they changed the taillights again this year. All right. Well, I don't know. Well, and I understand all three cars got updated with the 2017 package, which is uh, one one inch off the rear spoiler and and other little tweaks like one that. One inch, it's like they gave us no spoiler, right? And then there's a new sticker, I think, across the front, and they put the driver's name across the rear. Yep. Apparently, you can paint that banner that goes across the front. Yeah, I think I think those couple of updates actually came in the last build. I just think it was visual, and tomorrow's release is going to be the actual physics. Yeah, yeah, the physics part of it. Yep. And that that windshield piece is paintable too. Yeah, it's a cool. Thing. I, I have to. I don't know if I have to download a new template or not. Yeah, there's a story that was up as part of this. Uh, uh, they actually released just earlier today the new template for the new Toyota Camry. It also mentions they released uh, final templates for all the dirt cars, too. They better get busy. We need uh, some some iRacers Lounge paints for these these dirt cars, Carlos. Do what? <laughs> Over for the dirt cars? Yeah. Do it for the late models. <laughs> Whichever one you're going to buy, right? Yeah, I don't have this. I didn't pre-order the sprints. All right, let's get uh, cruising. Next up is Tony Gardner giving us a whole speech, basically, about dirt. And I'm just going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to pick through this and, and read out, you know, what I think is pertinent. Pre-sales already started. You can purchase uh, early. There's five pieces of dirt content for sale. All the content is eleven ninety five each. You had a six piece of content, you get fifteen percent off. Uh, 
three to five pieces, 10% off. Uh, they're going to do the test drive feature tomorrow. And if you pre-order, you'll be able to use those new cars during the test drive. That's where you go to, uh, what's the website? Uh, Crab, I don't know. Test.iracing.com or something like that. And uh, you can actually race while they're deploying the update, so to speak. Well, not race, but test. Uh, it says the update will likely take several hours. Um, you mentioned a little bit here about downloading the updates and people have kind of complained before about bottlenecking. He indicates that uh, we are state-of-the-art uh, high-end data distribution network through Akami, uh, which major uh, players use, such as iTunes, Microsoft, ESPN, etc. And it, he basically says it is what it is. I mean, you're not going to have flaws with so many. Well, I think that that's kind of spawns from <clears throat> your typical guy on the Facebook pages and comments going, you know, they need to purchase a better server when he's basically just explaining that that's really not physically possible, that they already, already have the top of the line stuff. And um, I mean, when you get that amount of people <clears throat> on any website at one time, you're going to have issues. So, yeah. Uh, all the dirt tracks will have day and night lighting. Uh, the late model, which will include three versions for the price of one, limited, pro, and super late. The second car for purchase is the wing sprit car, which also includes three versions in the car package for the price of one, the 305, the 360, and the 410. Additionally, we will be granting free dirt content, including a dirt version of USA, a dirt street stock, and dirt legends car. Last but not least, dirt versions of the Camping World trucks, Silverado, and Tundra. If you already own these vehicles, you have the dirt package for free. They are not separate dirt vehicles. It's just that when you're on dirt, you'll have the dirt package. For example, when NASCAR Series goes to Eldora, you can see all the dirt content. He mentioned the adjustments of the safety system. Basically, they cut the incident points in half. They're putting up five series when we release, three official and two fun. The officials will be at the lower license levels with lower horsepower cars to start off at least for a reason. We strongly suggest you start with the lower horsepower cars, no matter how experienced you are as a sim racer. Uh, let's see what else. Okay, so that's pretty much it. I'm going to read from Tony's uh, big uh, speech there. What do you got next, Brian? Rallycross is phase two and not coming in this release. That is a post from Steve Reese. Um, it says that Rallycross has definitely been mentioned 
In earlier development, however, no release date has been confirmed. The Dirt Oval content was first and foremost on the list for iRacing. Um, they're still working on Rallycross. Be patient, this is a big one for us. Um, they said basically Rallycross is next on the list of cars for development and they believe the graphics are pretty far along and the car will load in the development sim. Uh, the plan is to get the physics up and running over the next several months and every, once everything settles out with the dirt stuff. So don't worry, it's coming. They're working on it. Wouldn't it be funny if this was seriously a really long April Fool joke? You know, committed to? Can you imagine the outrage? If nothing happened tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, they did announce it April Fool's, right? Yeah, it's like 40. All right, next up, what happened with the non-wing sprint car? Uh, it's fairly deep in development. Steve Reese again from iRacing, he said. Uh, they'll be getting back to it after the initial release. I think I read something after this that said maybe it'll be released tomorrow, maybe not. But uh, it was really close. So I'm not really sure if uh, the non-wing is going to make it out in this release. If not, it'll be out shortly after. That's what I get. Yeah, I'll probably end up buying that one. Yeah, everything I've heard is that it's not going to be released tomorrow, so... Right. Okay, Brian? All right, sorry, the dog's going crazy. Um, we are looking at the new pace truck for the dirt. Yeah, it looks really sharp, too. Like a Chevy Silverado, it looks like. Yeah, I believe it is a Chevy Silverado. Like a street car, or a street truck, not like a race truck. It's a proper, you know, street car. Yeah, it looks like it's one of the, the newer, you know, 2016, 2017 front ends on it. It's a nice looking truck. Am I the only one that complains about modern trucks nowadays? You know how they're mostly cab now? It's all about seating room. Yeah, instead of actually, I don't know what a lot of people around here use. I don't know, <laughs> it's always bothered me. Why are they 90% cab and might as well put a trailer on it and make it a little semi? Yeah, so we'll see that on all the dirt tracks. You'll have a new pace truck, not a pace <laughs> car. Yeah, right. it's just good to see the very variety now. Yeah, I think they've done a really good job. It looks really good. My only question is it didn't have the Chevy logo on it at that time. And I just wonder, uh, you know, maybe I guess they didn't have it in time for the image that they took. But um, it still looks good. And I, my only question is, is I hope they release that for, because, uh, you know, you can change the pace cars for hosted races. And it'd be cool to have that for the truck series, like right. on the pavement. Yeah. The regular truck series, don't they use a truck? I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. All right, next up, Justin Allgaier, who recently won in the Xfinity series. He twittered up, uh, hey, if you don't have an account, I can promise you now is the time to get one. This is going to be amazing. Can't wait, iRacing. Uh, he's referring to a tweet about the... Uh, uh, obviously release of dirt so pretty cool to see another nascar star jumping on the bandwagon there yeah and i've also seen uh actually uh 
kind of surprised me. I had a guy I seen tweet about uh, the dirt from um, – he's actually an offensive lineman for the Chicago Bears. And I tweeted him back. I said, yeah, it's going to be great. It's probably going to be addicting. And uh, he he favored it and followed me or whatever. So there's a lot of people excited about it. Yeah, Ron Caps just earlier today was, uh, from Drag Racing was tweeting about it as well. I actually tweeted him back and invited him to join us on the podcast, but he never responded. Uh, Brian, you're up next. All right, and we've got a tweet from Randy Bacon saying, rained out tonight at the World Outlaws, so they are doing a little iRacing dirt testing. And they've got a really cool image of them set up. I don't know where they are, but they've got a, got a nice little setup there running some laps in dirt. I think Brady Bacon's a World of Outlaws driver, and uh, on in the picture is actually Rico Abreu, who is, uh, or was a truck driver for a while. But he's a, he's a dirt car guy. And Brady Bacon, he's a two-time USAC sprint car champion, too. So um, these guys that are involved in the real dirt racing, uh, they're, they're, you know, already got their hands on it, obviously. Okay, next up was Apparently, I don't know a lot about dirt racing. I guess I'm going to start learning. But uh, apparently there's a thing called a rock screen. And you can put this on your car, like over the, you know, where a windshield would be to deflect rocks that come up, you know. And it's basically like a metal screen. And apparently uh, Steve Reese from iRacing indicated that uh, this is something uh, that you can turn on or off in the sim. It'll be a, a graphical setting, basically. So look for that. Okay, Brian. And the next one looks like a post thanking iRacing. Yep, I thought this was kind of cool. I mean, there's obviously a lot of work involved and uh, Steve Myers from uh, iRacing said, thanks for the post. It's been a ton of work. Uh, but it has pushed us out of our comfort zone, and we've learned a lot because of it. I can honestly telling you, I can honestly tell you, having been a complete rookie to dirt racing, that is the most fun I have had in years driving these simulated cars. So I think that says a lot, you know, when the employees are really excited about it, and we'll see. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, the excitement is just busting at the seams for this kind of thing. I mean, it's been wanted for a while, but uh, now that we're on kind of like the D-Day, uh, we're kind of storming the beaches of dirt right now, and uh, I think uh, there's a lot of people excited. I think the most surprising thing to me was all the um, the dirt drivers in real life who not only tested it, but are also tweeting it up and uh, getting it all ready for us. Yeah. Lots of promotion, and it, and it seems to be voluntary. You know, it's not like this is, uh, you know, put together by the marketing team or something. It's like this is authentic. Exactly. Everybody's involved, you know, across the entire community. You can tell when it's been paid for and when it's not. 
yeah, you, you can kind of tell. FoxSports.com, who covers everything in racing and sports, for that matter, they put up a feature article on their website, FoxSports.com. The wait is almost over, and talking about the upcoming release. Okay, Brian, what's next? Will caution laps count? This is a post on the forum discussing whether caution laps should count or not. And the answer is they will. So lots of times in real dirt racing, they don't apparently. So I was trying to figure out if they were, I figured they were talking about dirt with this. I didn't quite, I hadn't gotten through the, the entire post to figure out if, if they were talking about dirt or not. Yeah. So, yep. So that was kind of a little tidbit nugget of information. So I thought I'd post that up. Next up was obviously the announcement of the downtime tomorrow. It'll be 9 a.m. Eastern. They'll call it Season 2, Patch 2. It's a big patch. Yeah, it's almost like a full release because, uh, uh, you know, tons of content. I mean, yeah, it's almost like a real release, and we just had one, you know, four weeks ago. Okay, Brian? It looks like the next one is a default setup for three late models. Another post in the forums here. Yeah, that's Tyler Hudson, who's a new to iRacing. He said he built the setups uh, for the, the three late models. So. Okay, so he built the stock setups you're going to get when you purchase them. The baseline, I'm guessing? Yeah. That makes sense, being that he was an actual late model. Does he have experience doing that? I think so. I think I saw someone when he won uh, the peak, you know, that one year. Oh, and yeah. I think they were talking to him at his shop. With, you see the late models in the background, but I think he mentioned a long time ago that he, was, he actually did race those. Well, it's kind of nice to know who's building the setup so we know who to blame, right? <laughs> Well, yeah. dirt setups are just weird in general, so I don't think we'll complain too much. All right. Our buddy uh, John Hammer posted up some information that was really from Steve Reese uh, from iRacing, who was the former Team Penske race engineer and is now the senior vehicle dynamics engineer uh, about what's happening to the NASCAR 2017 physics. Uh, so I'm just going to read off a short list here. Uh, minimum front springs increased to 500 pounds per inch. Maximum front sway bar preload decreased to negative 500 pounds a foot. Sway bar rates decreased to more realistic values. Maximum track bar rake set to four inches. Maximum rear toe set to one-eighth of an inch left rear and zero right rear. Minimum left rear spring increased to 100 pounds per inch. Uh, 
super speedway frame heights set to six inch and eight inch and what did i just say uh do you guys can translate <laughs> Yeah, Thinking. that's what I thought. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's above my head. Well, yeah. what I find interesting about as I read through this is, wow, I mean, these are real NASCAR car settings, and you can change them in the sim just like you can in a real car, and you really need to be a crew chief to know how to run this stuff. Is this amazing? Yeah, our racing keeps it just making it more and more and more and more realistic so uh it just they, the amount of work that goes into it is just incredible it's just something people at least this will eliminate them people that were gaming the system by putting really weird setup numbers oh someone was running like a 50 pound left spring left rear spring which is just insane to run it adjustments are thrown in here now yeah, I think it, it means everything to have a real NASCAR engineer in here saying, hey, this isn't right. You got to get this, you know, switch to this and, and so forth. And it's just great. Now, some other uh, neat tidbit here, um, Tyler Hudson, and this is a quote from him about how the car feels. With the 27 update, the tires feel more connected to the track and that feel carries from the entry, center, and exit much better than it currently does. The chassis feels stiffer, more planted, and in the racetrack, making everything feel more natural and in control. So that certainly sounds pleasant, doesn't it? Very promising. Because I always have that, like just California, coming up out of four, I was always slower than everybody else because I just didn't feel that grip into the track. I felt like I had to kind of feather onto that throttle more than maybe somebody else who's just stomping it, you know, and I can't wait for these changes. It's going to be cool, I think. It's not that it's going to be easier, it's just going to be feel everything now, hopefully. Because there were some people saying that, oh, the cars are going to be tight and easy to drive now. That's not the case at all. It's just going to be more predictable. Yeah, that's what I gathered from what they told us. Um, and then one more quick note on this same topic from Steve Reese on a different post. He said, they're definitely eager to update the tire model on these things. It was a bit more than we're willing to bite off in the midst of this final dirt push, but we may try to work on things a bit once we get some feedback on the changes we've made so far this time around. Much has been learned internally on the tire front over the past six months, and we definitely want to see what we can come up with. And this is in reference to the A car. So, new tire model coming soon, soon, soon to the so A-car. A year or two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They seem to be on our roll right now. Okay, Brian. All right. The next is a post from Michael Watson saying, you want to get into dirt late model or sprint, but things aren't right, but things are tight. Um Money-wise, first five people to message to send him a private message. He will send you credits to cover the cost of your choice of either the late model or the sprint car, 
and all three tracks. And from the looks of it, he's already received all five PMs. And I think somebody else on the thread actually said, hey, I'll take some guys that need help too and help them too. So kind of a cool gesture. Hey, I'll buy you your content if you can't afford it. Not only that, hopefully that'll increase participation. Some people say, oh, well, these guys are helping out. Why not? Give it a go. Yeah, I don't think we'll, I don't think iRacing is going to struggle with that, at least not the first few days. Hopefully yeah, the participation I, I, stays there. I personally am not going to buy anything right off the bat. I'm, I'm going to try the Legends and the Street Stock and the truck at USA and whatever else is free. And then I'll decide if I need to buy something. But I, I likely will, but not right off the bat. I bought uh -huh. all my stuff. Yes, I bought all of the content yesterday just because I get a bigger discount when you do that. And uh, so I went ahead and got it. Not saying that I'm going to jump first into running some official sprint car races, but um, I'm definitely going to take my time with it too. Yeah, just bump the door. Nice. All right, next up, Tony Gardner. Another tidbit here. Here He said, it is not advised to try to race non-dirt cars on dirt. In fact, for some cars, they won't even load properly, at least for now. Uh, there's a couple reasons. One, most of the non-dirt cars have slick tires, which don't work well on dirt. Two, some of the cars are not yet updated to check for the new dirt track types, and so will fail to load at the dirt tracks. We will rectify the failure of cars to load, but it will not likely that you'll be wanting to drive the cars with slicks at a dirt track anytime soon, etc., etc. And so the thread goes on how people are like, challenge accepted, you know? Yeah, and, no. yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Well, yeah. I, what are, are you going to try? Which car do you want to try on dirt? Like maybe the Indy car or the Lotus 49 or what? Oh, no, I was going to try the, the rough uh, two-wheel drive. Because it's like 700 horses, and it's pretty much a street car. Is that a uh, rear wheel treading? drive? Yeah. I mean, I, I screwed around the other day with a cup car at at Zolder. There's a big old patch off the track that's dirt, and a lot of it. You know, the cup car had a slick tire on it, so, you know, it's not going to work well, but it was kind of just fun to see what it could do. It's not easy by any means. What other good oval car would you want to try on dirt? I'm eventually going to try all of them just because curiosity yeah, just, just, kills the cat. But, right, right. <laughs> um, I was definitely already thought about uh, maybe doing like a Formula One car or something like that. Indy cars come to mind, like you had already mentioned, but there's a ton of different things. V8 supercar, just to say, hey, I tried it. <laughs> all the GT3 cars. Uh... Yeah. I don't know. I can't stand any of the GD cars when you have to counter steer because their steering range is tiny. I'm like kind of thinking of the. Car. I'm kind of thinking about the Mustang. Oh yeah, it might be a good choice. Kind of a heavier, low power kind of. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, 
the Audi might work because it's an all-wheel drive car. Ooh, the Audi fun. No, I think it'd be hilarious for like a week 13 race to take like the uh, the Pontiac Solstice, the extremely slow car on the sim, yeah. and have like 40 people on the track at one time just to see what happens. Combine that with a spec racer for and all the other similar powered yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. spec, yeah, that'll be a good one. All right, uh, we'll skip this next one. We already talked about pre-order. Obviously, Jonathan did that. Uh, it's already available, and you can get it tonight, you know, into up until Wednesday morning. Uh, apparently, if you want to run the new te the new dirt cars or tracks during the test drive, which is during the maintenance period, you have to do you have to pre-order them. Um, so you won't be able to do the test drive on the new stuff if you haven't pre-bought it. That's what I heard. All right, uh, Brian, what do you got next? Tyler Hudson has a dirt racing premiere up. This is a rather long post, but he has a YouTube video at the end of it, which is showing him running around a 410 here, or Christian Bell running a 410 around here. Yeah, if you want to get some, you, you know, your read on, and this is a great article of quotes about what he feels this dirt is all about. And I found some good tidbits in here. Let me see if I can find them. He said if you're, well, he starts out with, if you're new to dirt, you want to start by doing single car testing with a Street Stalker Legends. Once you're comfortable, then jump into a practice session and get comfortable around other people. And so it's basically kind of a, uh, Hey, if you're new to this kind of thing, here's a, a kind of a guide, you know, start with this car and so on. Yeah, it's kind of like the common sense approach. Right. I guess there's a lot of people just not going to do that because they don't have common sense, but we'll see. Is it any different than an ass? <laughs> nope. Like a carb cup race, I guess. He says, after a few laps on a fresh track, the loose dirt will get worn away. The groove will get harder and hotter, so there's less grip. It's similar to pavement, where the groove gets hotter and hotter as more cars run laps, and you look for cooler pavement where there's more grip. With dirt tracks, you can actually see the color of the groove change from dark to light dark, so you need to look for the transition between the lighter and darker track and move your line into the darker, grippier part of the track. He says you want to put the edge of your right side tires right on that dark line, but you don't want to run all the way onto the dark line because the dirt is still loose there and your car will start to drift off the line. You want to get just enough of your right sides on that dark dirt to maximize the bite. And he's talking about riding the cushion, as they call it. Are we still alive? Yeah, we're still here. Okay. This Are you still recording? Yep. All right. Uh, so next up, 
is to talk. Uh, 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 Chris Page put up a post in the uh, forums about the test drive thing, and he said uh, you can uh, download during the maintenance period from the website if you type it in directly it's members.iracing.com backslash download and as mentioned previously if you have to pre-order that new content for it to be available during the test drive and he says to watch social media uh, for alerts of when things will be ready so to speak Um, and in summary, if you want to use DIRT content tomorrow via test drive, then fully update your SIM today, purchase content on pre-sale, and monitor iRacing social media to learn when it is available on testdrive.iracing.com. Okay. Brian? Next up, we have another giveaway. Uh, Facebook, a Facebook group, uh, Tim's Connor Motorsports, is having a giveaway. They say, our friends at iRacing are releasing their dirt racing content Wednesday, and we want you to hit the dirt on us. Uh, like and share this post uh, for your chance to win $20 in iRacing dollars. Not a member of iRacing? No problem. We'll also check in a three-month membership valid for new members only to increase your chance of winning by tagging your best iRacing. A friend and the comment. Uh, the winner will be announced on Thursday afternoon, March 30th. Good luck, everybody. Yep. Pretty cool. More people giving away dirt. That's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think I actually entered that contest, so we'll see if I can win it. Something I've learned since joining iRacing is the community is so tight-knit and people want to help you know, outside of being hot after somebody wrecks you in a race, everybody's pretty nice to each other, so. Yeah. All right, and now finally, uh, the release notes for Season 2, Patch 2 have been released uh, just a few hours ago. And I'm going to read uh, some of the things we haven't covered yet. Uh, there's a nice little paragraph here about what dirt tracks are all about. I'm going to read this. They're dynamic puzzles, changing their surfaces. Every lap as cars skid, scrape, and push dirt around. All these particles and the fluid nature of the track surface demanded a new particle code system, an artistic overhaul, and realistic audio to cover the vast range of variations these tracks present. We've implemented methods to cover the full range of wet to dry dirt and the full spectrum of densities racing dirt presents including hard pan loose compact and prepared racing surfaces finally we've also designed the track surface itself to function like dirt racers can expect whether it is pushing the cushion gaining grip in certain areas or forming a blue groove up and down the circuit the vastly complex and seamlessly layered combination of track conditions creates an exhilarating experience So I thought that was an interesting uh, paragraph because it really describes how these tracks are built and how they're dynamic. Uh, let's see what's next uh, down this list that we haven't covered. 
Uh, due to the intense nature of the graphics needed for dirt racing, it is recommended that you keep render dynamic track changes enabled and have your shader quality set to medium or above. Otherwise, you're going to get a notification warning you about your experience. They fixed the spotter problem where you lose your spotter uh, if a teammate left the server while they were acting as your live spotter. I don't know if that's the same issue that we've all seen in the endurance races where people sometimes lose spotters, but hopefully that's part of that. Uh, GT3 cars are now less sensitive to drafting. You need to be closer to other cars to feel the effect. What do you think that's about, Carlos? I don't know. I, I really don't know say. Might hurt cars or might help cars. Uh, and then changes to some of the cars. Um, some of these GT3 cars, they've been, uh, they did a BOP adjustments. And uh, can anybody tell me what that means? BOP adjustment? On the balance, balance of performance. performance. Yep. What is that? I don't know. Get more equal, but yeah, it's like the, the first one there, though. Imza, Imza is trying to make the cars equal, so they say, okay, this car you have to you know reduce horsepower by one percent or something yeah, to make it more equal <laughs> with the others, right? It's been like a never-ending game with GT3 on here. It's like every field Adjusting some car, Audi was the one they needed the most though, because it did. The first thing it says their car now has less aerodynamic understeer. This car suffered from big time in this recent build. That'll make it better to drive. Right. Uh, as stated before, dirt late model. There's three versions. There's the limited, pro, and super. You got the Dirt Legends Ford 34 Coupe. This is a free car. Then you have the Dirt Sprint car. Three versions there, 305, 360, and 410. Then you have the Dirt Street Stock, which is a new car. This is a free edition for all members. Uh boy. Obviously the the trucks, the Camping World trucks have the new dirt model. That's a di also a free addition to anyone who already owns the truck. And as stated before, the A car has gotten the updated 2017 uh physics. New tracks include Eldora a dirt version of USA International, Volusia Speedway, and Williams Grove. So that's the biggest patch I've ever seen in my life. I wouldn't say biggest. Pretty. Oh, yeah. Patch. Yeah, right. It is a patch, not a release. All right. I'm going to pick up this other one because I know I, Brian doesn't like to read long stuff. But I thought we'd wrap up the dirt conversation with a poem that Dan Shorter posted up in the forums, uh, Dan Shorter from Ohio.
Um, and I'll just read it. It should be pretty quick, but I thought it was cute. It was the night before Dirtmas and all through the land. People were still posting about the Pocono rescan. Having read all the whining and seen Pickford's cats, I just settled down for a long dirt nap. Went out in the forums like a loose-lipped ghost. Tony was leaking inside info in a long triple post. Screenshots, details, patch notes, oh my. I read Tony's words and then the replies. What about Rallycross? Touring cars, day-night transitions, and painted nerf bars. Three pages in, doom and gloom prevailed. The headlights were wrong. iRacing had failed. Back and forth the thread went, between the fanboys and haters, grip at low speeds, track bar adjustments, and PBR shaders. Ignoring the noise, trying not to resent, I clicked on the shopping cart to buy new, to buy new content. Volusia Eldora in Williams Grove 2, late model sprint car, I think that will do. The patch may bring joy, tears, bliss, anger, hope, or fright. Merry Dirt Missus, Merry Dirt Miss to all, and to all a good night. God, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think that uh, wins post a well entire you know the entirety of my scene. The night before Dirtmas. That'll be our top. Uh, that'll be our show <laughs> yeah. title. Yeah, that'll be perfect. Okay, Brian, what's next? Next is a post about TeamSpeak will not work with the wheel since the last update. I believe you had an issue with that, didn't you, Mike? It's actually me who posted it. Okay, I just clicked on the post. Yeah, so I see you're having the issues with it. So what's going on with that? It just quit working. I used the red button on the G27 to for my push to talk as all you know for years, and it just quit working. It was after a uh, TeamSpeak update, actually. And apparently, I'm not the only one with this issue. Oh, I have it too. Was it everyone with the G27 or what? Yeah. And if you updated TeamSpeak, I think uh, Jose was telling me he didn't update and he wasn't going to because obviously the problem. Yeah, but he's running a fan attack. Oh. I hear there's a workaround, but I'm really not tech savvy enough to worry about it at the moment. Yeah, I figured that out too, and that's why I'm I'm able to use this button right now. Uh, it's a thing called Joy Two Key, J O Y T O K E Y. I googled that. It's a little executable program you download and run, and it maps your button to a keyboard, and that works. And then you go into Teamspeak and map your push to talk to the keyboard button. So I pick the button right above the enter key that nobody uses uh, on the keyboard, and I map that to TeamSpeak, and then I use the joy to key thing to map the button to that keyboard key, and that's the workaround. Now, when I installed, when I jumped on the computer today for the podcast, TeamSpeak updated to a new version again, and I figured they were fixing it. Uh, so I went ahead and updated it, but it did not fix the problem. So, um, yeah, so it's still a problem. Hopefully, TeamSpeak will get it together and get this fixed. Yeah, um, I certainly hope so. Uh, listen, I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. I, I'm going to dip out of here. i got to prep for a league race. So. All right, we'll see you, John.
Yes. Yeah, so I'm kind of dismayed about this problem. It took me a while to figure it out. Um, thanks to everyone who posted up on the forums uh, a workaround there. But uh, check that out if you're having a problem. All right, uh, next up. 4K virtual reality headsets under $400? Simracingpaddock.com posted up a story that's basically with a video about a promising headset called the Pimax, P-I-M-A-X, 4K virtual reality PC headset. It's a Chinese company founded in 2014, and they've released their first headset last year. They're touting their headset as the first VR headset with a 4K display. And they basically they're saying they're advertising it as no screen door effect. Uh, there are some drawbacks. Frame rate is limited to 60 frames a second. There's no head tracking. Well, that takes away a lot of the fun. So what 60. do you guys think about this? Is this thing worthy? I don't know. 60 FPS. I don't know. Usually it to be like 90 to get a smooth experience. I mean, that's a, that's a cheap price. You know, 375 well, I'd try it. You get what you pay for, I guess. The Oculus is only 100 bucks more and you get so much more for it. In my opinion, I mean right. this. This looks nice. Um, I would like to get my hands on one and try one, but honestly, with the Oculus of just being out for a year now, the new stuff isn't too far away. I would hold off and wait. The the, um, the CV ones will be coming down in price. You'll start seeing some used ones comes out once the rumors about the new ones start coming out soon. All right, Brian, what's next? Up next is a post, or what is it? It is a give some love to your Android boys. We are now on Google Play. Yep, we finally put the iRacers Lounge podcast on Google Play for you Android people. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I'm an Apple guy, so I always so we've always done iTunes, and we're we're a lot of different places. We're on Stitcher and. Uh, Spreaker and Podbean and Twitch and we were on YouTube but not really anymore. We're on TuneIn and I'd heard some podcasts. I have I listened to other people's podcasts, mostly NASCAR stuff, but a lot of people were like, "Yeah, we got our podcast on Google Play too." So I'm like, "Okay, I better get busy." So I went ahead and submitted our podcast over to Google Play. It had to be uh, approved by the Google team. They they finally approved it a couple of days ago, and and there it is, guys. So you can yeah, get it right on your Android Google Play Store. All right, let's move into final thoughts. Uh, Carlos, what do you got? Oh crap! Well, I don't know. Excited for tomorrow. Thanks yeah. For I'm excited for Martinsville. Uh, yeah, screw Martinsville. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go clock hunting. 
is what Dale Jr. said. All right, uh, Brian Reeves, what do you got? Final thought. Uh, ready to be out and away from, uh, from the track this week and ready to get over to Martinsville, man. I'm so over this weekend. Yeah. But, uh, with dirt coming out, uh, I'm, we're going to be so excited and so busy this week. It's I'm just, I can't wait for it. This week's got a lot to look forward to. Right. Yeah, and I guess my final thoughts are along the same vein. You know, I'm ready for Martinsville. California was definitely a bust. Uh, but I usually do pretty good at Martinsville. Uh, it's just a matter of survival and staying on the lead lap if you can and not getting four tires if you're too far back. You know, you got to get two or you'll get lapped. Um, so you got to remember all that stuff. And uh, I'm sure I'll get upset when people can't pull up to the pace car like I usually do. Um, but it's really exaggerated, the, you know, the problem at Martinsville with that. As far as dirt goes, you know, I'm going to I'm off work tomorrow. So, you know, I'll, I'll be up early and I'll probably try it out. I'll probably start with the Legends car at USA. And just like Tyler said, you know, start out as a test session by yourself. See if I can make laps without wrecking the thing before I jump into practice, and uh, and just go from there and see, you know, move on to the tr the you know street stock, the the truck probably, you know, by the end of the day, you know, I want to try all three of those, and um, yeah, I'll probably you know eventually participate in some of those fun series that they're going to put up tomorrow as well. He they indicated there'd be two fun series, so. Uh, I don't know that I'll do the official ones. Probably not on day one, that's for sure. All right. And with that, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to the iRacers Lounge podcast. Make sure to go subscribe to us at our YouTube channel at iRacers Lounge. Follow on Twitter and Facebook at iRacers Lounge and SoundCloud at iRacers Lounge. See you on the track.